This episode was co-produced with the Swiss Entrepreneurs Foundation, a nonprofit organization which aims to support startups and promote the Swiss ecosystem capable of commercializing innovative technologies. Over the next few weeks, we will be releasing a total of six bonus episodes. These episodes will focus on the Swiss Entrepreneurs Foundation's Upscaler program, designed to help rapidly growing startups, as well as on the SWESA, the Swiss Entrepreneurs and Startup Association, which represents all companies and institutions that want to further optimize the economic policy framework in Switzerland. To find out more about the Swiss Entrepreneurs Foundation, visit swissef.ch. And now, on with the show. The political system is is the complete um, opposite to to what you are doing in in startups. Welcome to the Swisspreneur Show, a podcast about startup stories and hands-on learnings from experienced entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Sylvan. Simon, uh, very well, welcome to the Swisspreneur Show. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You are the CEO of the Swiss Entrepreneurs Foundation and also president of the Swiss Entrepreneurs and Startup Association, or in short called SWESA, an organization that aims to improve the framework conditions for innovative SMEs and startups in the long term. So before we dive into your work about what you do at SWESA, I just wonder, why did you actually decide to join Sveza in the first place? What was your personal motivation behind that? Um, actually, I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, join Sveza, but uh, I founded it, <laughs> basically. No, um, it, the background is a little bit um, the Swiss Entrepreneurs Foundation. So uh, we have like three main pillars there. One is uh, improving the framework conditions on a, on a political level. Uh, the other one is um, to move or to bring forward uh, startups in uh, that want to 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 be scaled up, that want to go international. Uh, that's our upscaler program. And the third one is to uh, improve the situation we have in Switzerland uh, in terms of funding. And uh, we have been uh, working quite um, two years. It was a yeah, it was about two years where we tried to set up some kind of political. Uh, action plan um, together with Parmelin, um, who is the patron of uh, of the foundation, and of course we also had uh, different um, uh, persons that were supporting us uh, on the political level, like uh, Rudi Noser or uh, Marcel Dobler, and um, then we we finally found out that we maybe need another association or just another organization to institutionalize the political work. And this was where the idea of Sueza or this association was actually um, coming out from. Perfect. And I also wonder, you know, president, that is a, a very big word. So I just wonder, your role as president at Sueza, what does that actually mean? What do you do at the organization? The, the president uh, does the work. <laughs> so, I, I'm a working president. No, it's just um, maybe it's just uh, the, the usual 
uh, wording we have uh, in Switzerland when it comes to, to uh, Verbände, associations. Uh, they usually have a, a president and um, the Swiss Entrepreneurs Foundation. I mean, this comes a little bit out uh, from my uh, out of my double uh, role at the foundation and the association. Um, we, we needed to have some kind of a president or chairman or CEO, you name it, um, who um, leads the whole thing and that's why I, <laughs> why I uh, went to this role, but uh, uh, don't uh, overestimate the word president. It's actually, uh, it's actually work to do. Got it. So let's talk about the work that you do at Sveza. You already mentioned a few pillars that you are actively working in. Mm -hmm. And out of all the political hurdles that startups face today in Switzerland, what is one that really speaks to you the most, the one that you think needs the most fixing on a political level? Well, uh, first, I think we, we already have a, a very good um, situation within Switzerland. Um, we The improvement that has been made in terms of the number of, of startups or the number of funding rounds um, is is quite good, and uh, I think it's a it's a very good uh, home base to start your your own company. But uh, when something is already good, you need to uh, look after it that it keeps as it is or stays as it is. And um, on the other side, there are always some minor or major things that still can be improved. And uh, when we when we break down uh, when we break it down to let's say three pillars, I'd say it's um, it's tax in different uh, different areas. So not only for founders but also for for investors. Mm -hmm. um, it's talent. This is uh, something that's coming up all the time. And maybe the third uh, thing is funding. But um, uh, there, I think we have seen a lot of improvement over the, the last couple of years. Um, but um, I think there is still um, potential around. And I'm talking about Switzerland and not foreign capital coming into Swiss startups. But um, we, we should have or try to have a better access to Swiss domestic capital that goes into Swiss startups. Yeah, that's very crucial, right? Because then when a potential exit happens further down the road, you want to have that money flooding back into the ecosystem. And if you're financed by, you know, abroad VCs, then that just doesn't happen. Then the money goes somewhere else. That's the point. Exactly. And um, as as everything in, in the political uh, landscape, this, this takes time, of course. And... Uh, you know, the Swiss uh, political process, that's not about quick wins. It's about uh, work and it's about convincing people. But um, I'm, I'm actually optimistic when I see uh, what, what changed over the last couple of years. I would also like to talk a bit about the, the visa part, you know, mm -hmm. the access to talent. Yes. Um, why does this hurdle exist currently? Because I feel like in terms of fundraising, as you mentioned, there is still room for, you know, improvements, but we've gone a, a pretty good way in the past. And also on the taxes, there were multiple things that changed, not on all cantons, but mm -hmm. in some cantons, the, the situation for founders really improved and now might also improve for business angels. But about the talent, 
there I still see a big block, uh, a, a huge work ahead of you, basically. So please talk a bit more about what's the current hurdle in terms of talent and what can we do about that? Mm. I think, um, uh, first of all, it's 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 a more political issue than than access to to funding funding is mainly a, a private uh, private thing um i think the the political framework um is is still uh, good we we just need uh, to to bring the actors like pension funds into the system and make uh, investments into swiss startups a bit more uh, attractive than it has been in the last couple of years and uh, when we talk about startup visa, uh, it's immediately um, having a political color because it's about um, uh, the Masseneinwanderungsinitiative, um, uh, things like that. Um, there are different points of view when it when you talk to the different political parties, and uh, uh, when when you have the the same discussions about funding every political party supports uh, flourishing Swiss startup ecosystem in general. But when it comes to the details, it's, it's a little bit different. And um, I think maybe we, we are also just a little bit delayed when you, when you look at other countries, um, also um, countries where you didn't expect it, like Chile, they have um, some kind of startup visa programs May it be only for, for founders or also for, for specialists coming into the country to support a, a local startup. And that, I think that's the main reason, because it's, it's a very, very political uh, question uh, we, we have to handle here. And um, another thing that's maybe coming into the game is uh, the definition of a startup. It's always difficult to have um, initiatives uh, which are really focusing on startups. So it's always better if you have a, a broad, um, broad access also to SMEs and uh, where you can present advantages also for, for uh, SMEs. And when it's limited to startups, it's usually a bit difficult. Got it. And in that regard, now you talked about the startup visa or maybe however you want to call it, the visa for innovative SMEs and startups, yes. maybe a better term. Yeah. How does Swiss actually work to overcome the current challenges? Because you said it's, it's pretty political. So how do your next steps and also your timeline in regards to this look like? We, we just had a um, very interesting meeting in uh, December during uh, the parliamentary winter uh, session together with uh, with economy swiss so uh, we paired up with uh, a very well known and powerful association um, to address uh, this topic once again so it's not a new topic as you know uh, it has already been brought up uh, several times and uh, at this moment actually we are uh, trying to finalize a uh, political initiative or action plan to initiate the next step in this issue so it's i think it's it's about in the end it will be about convincing um, uh, mainly people from parties which are usually not very pro in terms of immigration 
And um, but as you know, Sveza and the parliamentary group, it's it's a, it's a very mixed uh, group. Uh, if you look at the, at the parliamentary group, it's uh, all the different parties from left to right. So I think this is very important if we try to have a common base on, on these specific topics. Right. But to make it short, we are actually working on it and uh, try to finalize um, this uh, action plan by mid-March to bring it into the system and then uh, we will see how it will develop. Awesome. I can't wait for that because I think in that regard that the access to talent is so crucial. And if you can attract the best people to come and work in Swiss startups, then you probably also attract the money further down the road. So basically money probably fo follows the talent because you want to invest in the best people out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, it's, it's also, I think we are not on a, on, a, on a blind flight here, because if when you do surveys in the startup ecosystem, I think this is, is a topic that even comes before tax, if, yeah. if, you, if you listen to, to the requirements. And so I think this needs to be on, on our top list. Perfect. So I'm really glad that you work on that. Thank and you. you mentioned the political landscape, right? So I also feel that Sometimes startups, they always hear about, you know, the political games and the political work, but are not too close to that. So from your perspective, are there any misconceptions that you think startup founders have regarding Swiss politics? I'm just curious to know. <laughs> yeah, um, everybody has it, no? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's... I mean, I, I perfectly understand as a founder, you are so much involved in, in, in your core business and um, you struggle with your daily challenges and you, you just don't have the time to follow uh, the political process all the time. So um, I think that's, that's just uh, human. Um, we, we tried to set up a, a very simple database together with Startup Ticker, where we listed, uh, let's say, the the most important uh, political initiatives which are relevant for startups um, to provide some kind of an overview. And um, maybe this, this helps a little bit uh, for a founder uh, who has not a lot of time to see, okay, that's already going on. In this uh, field, uh, we're, we, we already try to have some impact. Um, there are a few names which are quite well known, like Rudy Noser, who did a lot of uh, actions here, or um, Fatih Derder. He is no longer in, in politics, but was extremely active when it came to, to startups. And a lot of, of topics have already been uh, brought into the parliament, but um, so sometimes you just lose, lose the overview. It's also for us, it's one of the main topics to, to follow all the, all the action and to see what's what's going on. And maybe the, the second, uh, second reason is that um, the political system is, is the complete um, opposite to, to what you're doing in, in startups. You need to be quick, you need to be fast, you need to adopt uh, as, as fast as possible. And in politics, it's, it's just a slow process. And that's not because politicians are lazy or whatever it's it's just the system and that's not something you can change from one day to the other 
Right. And may maybe it's also a benefit because it it uh, provides a stable basis for <laughs> for the Swiss uh, ecosystem. Sure. We know interruptions are rude, so we'll make it quick. The more positive ratings we have, the more people we can reach. So if you want to hear more from the Swisspreneur team, give our show a rating on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a minute. I also would like to uh, pick up something that one of our previous guests, Caspar uh, Copetti from Onshoes, mentioned in, in an interview last year in 2020. Well, his co-founder, Olivier Bernhardt, actually said it, and he said that Switzerland, from his perspective, has more money than ideas. Do you think that this is a fair assessment from you know all the startups that you've been working with and everything that you see in the ecosystem? Do you think that this is a fair statement? <laughs> I, I'm not sure, actually. So, sometimes I, I can understand why why he sees it like that, and he's actually not the only one. Um, if if you ask uh, Danny Gutenberg, for example, uh, <laughs> he said something that is <laughs> very similar in terms of there is a, a lot of money in Switzerland, so money is not the problem. We we just uh, need to find uh, the people who are willing to to build a company and and to take risk. May. Maybe some some part of it is true, but um, on the other hand, um, if if you look at uh, this yearly uh, indexes of of uh, competitive countries, where Switzerland always uh, is ranked on on rank one to three, um, I think there are a lot of good ideas. A lot. It's just uh, maybe it's just a question of how to commercialize them. Mm -hmm. So, and this, in my opinion, this is a weakness of the Swiss system. Not the ideas itself, but how to bring the ideas into products and, and sales. Right. And then you see, we, we land right back on the talent question. So this is really the, the clear position why this is so important. I think you can really not overemphasize this enough, the importance of talent. Absolutely, that, uh, but it's not only about importing talents. I think it's it's also about um, building talent. I mean, when when I when I look back at my education uh, in in economics, I mean that's a long time ago. But becoming an entrepreneur was never actually a topic. Mm -hmm. You were trained to work in banks, in in whatever kind of of service uh, companies or um, at the government, but it, it, this was never like a, a, a topic. And I think uh, we, we could change some things here, although, of course, uh, universities like St. Gallen and EPFL, they produce a lot of, of spin-offs, but there is some hidden potential, I think, as well. But I also think that this sort of perception is changing because you have like Elon Musk and all the other rock star entrepreneurs out there that serve as big role models. So the younger generation probably really does want to see, hey, they are founders of their own companies, their own businesses. So this is a career that I also want to pursue. Then probably the opportunity costs are high in Switzerland if you can earn a lot of money by going into banking or consulting. Yeah. But... Overall, I feel that the perception is really changing and more and more people are actually interested in, in starting their own company. I think last year we also had a new record of how many companies were founded in, in Switzerland. 
So I think the trend is is showing in the right direction there. It's getting more and more popular as a career path or career alternative. I, I really hope so, yeah. But uh, that's also something uh, we we hear sometimes from, from the Silicon Valley. Uh, mm. This this is uh, posing a problem uh, more and more because uh, talents uh, from, from the... Uh, top universities are uh, moving more and more to, to the big tech giants where they can uh, earn a lot of money and have their work-life balance and, and uh, some other uh, benefits. And I think that's exactly what you say. But um, I hope that it will uh, develop in the right direction. Absolutely. I also wonder if you now look back to two years at Suveza, you know, were there any learnings that you can share from the past? Maybe some plans that didn't work out as planned or took longer or where you had to change your strategy? Well, not yet. Sveza is only about a year old. So um, the ideas, of course, they started uh, earlier. Um, it was about two years ago, but then we finally founded it in March uh, 2020. So just one week before the first lockdown. Um so uh, we were surprised uh, about the traction we we could gain in the first year because we, beside of, of the meetings with the parliamentary group, we've been invited to take part in a in a tax group of uh, Uli Maurer um, as as a small association that has been just uh, found three months ago, and uh, suddenly we were beside of uh, Gewerbeverband and Economy Swiss um, to, to talk about the startup uh, requirements. This was, um, for me, it was very, um, this, this made us happy to see uh, what, what we could achieve. And on the other side, it's um, still, uh, there are many players in the Swiss ecosystem. Uh, there are many supporters, there are many incubators. And um, it's sometimes difficult to <laughs> to find the right one or or to pon- position yourself uh, right. But um, I think due to the fact that we really basically only focus on these political issues, um, this was a benefit for us. So we Absolutely. never aimed to do a lot of community building or or additional. Um, offerings for for our members and I think in the first year or maybe also in the first two or three years we we need to stick to that and to say uh, look we are just uh, taking care of the boring politics but that's our (laughs) our mission and this is what we want to do so so far I think it was it was uh, quite satisfying what we could do in this first year. Yeah, I also think having this clear focus and then being really the, the best in doing that, I think that's crucial, that you really have this expertise and also get really, really good at what you do. In, in that regard, also a question that gets asked quite often is, you know, there's also the Swiss Startup Association. So some people also wonder, what is the difference between Swiss and the Swiss Startup Association? Good question. Um, uh... The two associations have been uh, founded more or less at the same time. And um, Raphael uh, Tobler and myself, we had uh, several calls um, where we uh, tried to to uh, sharpen our uh, positioning. 
And uh, I completely understand that it is very difficult for uh, for a startup that just sees, okay, a Swiss Startup Association and uh, two minutes later, uh, Svesa, okay, what are they actually trying to do? Uh, so, so you need to to spend a minute or two on it and uh, to make it very short it's as i said before so so we focus on on really on this uh, political issues while um ssa is uh, has a, a broader approach i'd say it's more about um offering uh, like templates to their members and um doing uh, a little bit more of community community building uh, when it comes to startup issues but we are we are also um uh, working together of course it's not uh, an in institutionalized process but uh, we are regularly exchanging our um, our ideas we already had uh, someone Esther Khan from from the board of SSA in in a meeting that we had with with uh, the parliamentary group so it's 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 very good. It's it's maybe not too good when it comes to uh, to attracting uh, members, because uh, then it's it's a little bit difficult. But you know we are absolutely pain free. Maybe one day we we will uh, merge uh, with with SSA. It's it's not it's not a competition in the end of the day. Right. And I think that's also the important part, right? So you can be involved in, in both associations, basically, or support both to a certain degree, uh, as long as you really serve the startup ecosystem, want to bring that forward. I think that's the main motivation of both. And that's the crucial part. Absolutely. So now we talked about the past. And I also wonder, you know, you already mentioned a bit, but what can we expect from you and Sveza over the next 12 months? Of course, access to talents, fundraising and taxes are the topics, but what else do we have in place? What are the specifics that you plan to tackle over the twelve next months? Well, you you basically uh, you basically named it. Um, as you know, we are we are small and we do not have uh, unlimited uh, manpower and uh, and money. But um, as you said, so tax, talent, and funding will uh, will remain on the list. Um, first will be this uh, the startup visa issue. So to to, to make a political initiative out of it. And then the second one is probably um, uh, funding, um, where we, you, you remember the last March or April when it came to the stretching loans for startups, then we could also see that there is probably a, a gap uh, in, in recognizing startups on, on, the, on the radar when it comes to to um, uh, financial support and that's uh, something that will be on our list uh, may it be in terms of of an ongoing covid crisis we still don't know how this will end uh, in probably just one year or even longer and on the other side um, we are trying to find out how we could um, have a better access to to the Swiss pension funds. I love that. I think there's a huge potential that you are unlocking there, if that works. There is a huge potential. Uh, I absolutely agree. It's, it's, of course, not only a political issue. It's also about um, uh, the, the statutes uh, of, of those uh, different uh, pension funds. But um, I think um, 
there, there is so much money in Switzerland, and not only talking about pension funds, but also about uh, you know asset management of, of HNWI clients. It's so so much money around, and uh, I think uh, a, a very small part should go into the Swiss startup ecosystem. And this is something we are we are trying um, to to figure out how we could improve that, basically on the political level, but also uh, directly with the pension funds. Perfect. So now we talked a lot about Suiza, but we also want to know a bit more about you as a person behind all of this. So we have some rapid fire questions prepared for you. Are you ready? I, I try, yes. <laughs> so the first one, what was your summer job as a teenager? Um, I had two different ones. One is uh, one was uh, mowing the lawn at the shop owner in, in the village I, I grew up. But that, that was not just a summer job. It was uh, basically a weekly job. And the typical summer job, uh, I, I had actually two of them. One was filling up um, at the Coop um, supermarket. I was responsible for, uh, for uh, non-alcoholic drinks. And um, the other one, uh, well, that was the first one for me, was at the company that was named Swiss Pack. They uh, packed cheese um, in vacuum packages for export. Nice. And uh, it, the, the funny thing was the cheese came in and you had to prepare it and slice it. And the floor was covered by these cheese uh, particles. You never ever um, could bring the smell out of your shoes. So after <laughs> two weeks <laughs> in this job, you had to get rid of the shoes. You couldn't yep. clean them. I can imagine. <laughs> the next question for you. What are you mo most proud of in your life? Most proud of? Um, I have two, two nice little boys. Um, sometimes I'm proud of them. Sometimes I'm uh, <laughs> exhausted, especially when you work a week from home and uh, they are screaming and yelling all the time. But no, that's, I think that's the biggest achievement uh, when I don't focus it on business topics. Perfect. And if you had to choose between Zurich or Bern, what would you choose? I would choose a part of Zurich and a part of Bern and mix it together. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, I, I'm, I'm from Bern and I'm, uh, my roots are here and I, I'm based here. So it's, it's Bern, but I think uh, a little bit more of Zurich would be okay in Bern. Got it. Apple or Google? Uh, both. Working on Apple, but I'm able to handle Google as well. Perfect. And the last one for you today, Simon, lake or mountains? Lake. That's a clear one. Lake with, with mountains in the background. <laughs> yeah, you, you got that very well in, in the canton of Burning yes, Tune, right? you know it. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, thank you so much for your time and for the insights behind the scenes of Sveza. And uh, yeah, it's really great what you do. And Thank you for the support. I think these are really important topics that you cover. And uh, we're really glad that somebody's working on them because it's crucial to get the taxes, the funding, but most importantly, the talent uh, in order to get a, a new startup launched. We are trying hard. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, you can support us by rating our show on Apple Podcasts. This way, we can reach an ever-growing number of aspiring entrepreneurs.